This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast, brought to you by the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. Thank you to our sponsor, 223 Agency, a digital relations firm helping you maximize and develop your digital footprint. Check them out on the web at 223agency.com. Without further ado, enjoy this episode of the Tallahassee Business Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Tallahassee Business Podcast. I'm Sarah Solomon, your host for the day. On the podcast today, we have Kim Moore, Vice President for Workforce Innovation at Tallahassee Community College. We've also had the privilege of having Kim on our board of directors for many years, and we appreciate your dedication to that. It's a pleasure to have you, Kim. Welcome. I am so excited to join you at the podcast and to get some really good information out there. Absolutely. So if you kind of would start, I'd, I'd love for you to introduce yourself a little bit and tell us about your role at TCC. What's your daily day look like? Okay, so I'm Kim Morgan, Vice President for Workforce Innovation, have served in this capacity for the last seven years. Most will remember that um, I also led the Economic and Workforce Development Board Workforce Plus for eight years as well. So it was a great transition to look at how we serve the business community and now combine that with looking at education and how we create that talent pipeline. So my day-to-day, when you think about it, it involves working directly with industry hearing what their needs are and making sure that as an institution, we're able to come back in, pull together those just-in-time programs, realizing that there's nothing traditional about what we're doing now and that we all have to pivot. So it's been great. And that's that's the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you mentioned the pivot, and I think that we should just go ahead and jump into what's <laughs> on everybody's minds right now. And that is the pandemic, obviously. So Could you kind of start by taking us back to March and kind of illustrating for me, when did you know that you were gonna have to change kind of along with the rest of the world, I guess, and kind of take me back to what that process has been like for you guys throughout the summer. So certainly going back to March and a lot, you know, for many of us, it still seems like March, like we've lost that block of time, but going back to the original March, um, thinking about, you know, we're on spring break as is every other institution. So we're thinking it's kicking off, it's Monday. And we're like, okay, this is gonna be a great one. You're gonna have a rest and relaxation. And that's when our team meeting calls started absolutely on that Monday that, hey, we're, we're going to have to look at a different game plan. We're going to look at a remote model and we're going to do that on a dime. So literally in a matter of weeks, um, feeling and doing just like business, we changed on a dime and reversed, our, you know, re-engineered all the different terms that we could look at um, our model to make sure that we could still continue to provide services to our students. Fast forward now, fast forward through that whole <laughs> six month period We're now here in in September and some of your students are back on campus and kind of doing a, what would you call it, like a split schedule of online versus some in classes. So can you kind of describe that experience and what it's been like for faculty and staff? Sure, absolutely. So when you think about the work that we've been providing in workforce development and some of those areas like healthcare, where you really can't take on this remote model, Mm -hmm. we have been back since June. We have been back and operating and making sure that our students continue to learn and earn their certification so that they could support business. Um, Relative to moving us into August where our faculty and others, the programs and classes that we offered and set for that fall term, 
we devised three different models, three different um, efforts and ways that our students could learn, either face-to-face, -face, either live but virtual, as well as the traditional online. So the ability to offer a menu of options to students was absolutely ideal. And for us, it was a matter of what worked best and listening to our students, our customers, to figure out how they preferred it. And we wanted to make sure that not only that we deliver, but we delivered quality. So that's why we focused on the three different areas on how you best learn. Um, and beyond that was just making sure that we took all the safety precautions. So lots of training um, that was provided not only for our staff, but also for each student as they enroll. Everybody went through um, the orientations and um, it's been a successful transition into a fall term. What do you think makes the configuration that TCC is using different from the other higher education institutions in Tallahassee? In other words, what's the innovative way TCC is returning to classes? So what I'd say is that we all worked um, collaboratively to make sure that parents who have kids or young adults um, at different institutions, that there was some similarity. In large part, there was a lot of similarity in what our efforts were. Um, there's been constant conversation, again, going back from the March, um, the original March as we knew it, of how to make sure that we could do this in a way that um, not only allow for students to return, but allow for students to stay more importantly. So I would not say that it was different. I would say that we were all innovative and we did it together, which speaks to where these relationships have grown with each of the institutions. So you, you've had a seven year history at TCC. This year probably is unlike any other you've seen <laughs> so far. How would you describe this experience and kind of wrap in there for me, um, you know, how President Murdoch is, is doing and the entire administration. Kind of tell me what this whole experience has been like for you guys as faculty. Well, I will tell you that if it was going to happen, and of course, in the pandemic, who could ever predict that, that it would be in the year where we are named as the top 10, one of the top 10 institutions in the United States of America. So for us, it actually challenged us in a good way that said, you know what, we will rise to the occasion, and we did, starting from our leadership with our board of trustees, and of course, being led by President Jim Murdoch and our, our executive uh, vice president, Madeline Pumari. Um, the leadership was there. We knew early on that we would plan, that we would bring in the experts, not just limited to the knowledge that we had here on our campus, but also outside um, experts um, in healthcare and um, public safety, a variety of local leaders that we brought, as well as national leaders when we developed our plan, including our very own um, Sue Dick that we invited in because we wanted to make sure that we understood our full environment so focus on planning, focus on being strategic, and focus on, you know what, we, this is a non-traditional, um, this is like no other time, it's not normal, but the ability to make sure that what we're doing could be replicated, and if this is our new normal, we're going to do our new normal well. Absolutely, absolutely. That's very wise words, and I feel like um, the award that you guys have recently been given is such huge news. Congratulations for that. And that's huge for you guys and huge for the entire community. So congratulations and thanks for sharing your wealth and knowledge with the Tallahassee community because we know that it has a big impact not only on the business community, but you know, everybody from age zero to 100. 
I wanted to kind of switch gears a little bit and talk more about workforce. Obviously, this has been a um, huge topic with the recent launch of Talent 2030 with the Chamber. Um, and this is kind of what you live and breathe in the um, workforce innovation kind of region. So can you talk a little bit more about how you feel that the COVID-19 pandemic has affected the workforce development side of your role at the college? It has truly, when you think about reimagining the term reimagining or innovative um, and resetting, it's been all of that, um, all of that and making sure because with workforce development, though we work directly with students that could be individuals that's seeking that entry into the workforce or even the incumbent workforce that's part of the team that's driving the success of a business here in our local area, we realized that we needed to be very different for them during this time and perhaps even going forward. So a lot of what we've done was being creative. We have established, and this was just even in the COVID environment, I said that's when the creative juices kicked off. Um, we created um, certification for businesses and individuals that transition their workplace from bricks and mortar to going on live and being remote. What does that look like? What should it look like? How do you make sure that your team can still perform well and be successful and you can meet your benchmarks? So pivoting to make sure that we were able to meet those just-in-time immediate needs and at the same time offered as to employers and community a way to transition. What do I mean about a way to transition? The way that you learn, the way that you train. Yes, everybody had been used to being in a classroom or being in a setting where we were coming to you with the training. Now we needed to be virtual. How do we make sure that we can make that engaging and that the learning still take place? So all of that has been a part of what we've done um, over these last few months. It's been like this blank canvas that we've got a chance to um, paint together, but it's been painted with a different kind of paint, a paint that involves creativity. So I'm excited about it more so than I've ever been before about workforce development. Absolutely. Innovation overnight, I like to say. Absolutely. Kind of what has <laughs> happened to the whole world, but innovation overnight is kind of unlocking things that we never knew were possible, yeah. or we were just kind of on the cusp of before, but we were kind of thrown into this environment where we, we had no other choice. So people were creative and got things done. And I just think it's amazing to kind of see what's kind of emerging from this now that we're several months into this. Um, we kind of talked earlier about how TCC plays a huge active role in supporting the business community of Tallahassee and always has. Um, so in the reverse of that, what are some things you think the business community could best do to kind of ensure that TCC has a safe and successful learning environment in the fall and kind of beyond that into the future? Absolutely. So we certainly want um, our fall to be representative in the success that we've seen there in the way of safety and ensuring students can return back. Also be a part of what happens in our spring term as well. So employers in the community, we know what our students mean to you uh, when they take advantage of your services. Um, we want to make sure that they're here. So part of that would certainly be reinforcing the message of mask wearing, being safe, being smart. Um, don't congregate all the safety rules that we We've all heard um, just to make sure that we can indeed keep our students here and keep them learning. They want to be here. We want them here. And I know our business community wants them here as well. So we'd love for them to just be on the team with making sure that we are enforcing having a good time, um, but doing it safely. What are some ways that you think the college might have been affected that most people not 
might not first immediately think about when they think about the widespread effects of this pandemic. So think about again, going from just a spring break where you think everybody's gonna come back and we're coming back to classrooms to realizing that we need to take the entire operation in a remote environment, realizing that a number of students that we serve um, count on TCC to provide the machines, the equipment, the computers, the devices to be able to conduct that learning. Um, so what we had to do on a dime was make sure that there were devices available. Um, we literally, I, you know, you think about the Best Buy of the world or Apple or whatever we did, we had to make sure that our students had devices so that the learning could continue. So that happened in partnership with our foundation. We have an amazing foundation led by um, Heather Mitchell and making sure that we had the resources to provide those much needed um, computers for and laptops for our students. I think the other part of what our community may or may not be aware of is that our focus is, it's a care model, really does take into account the whole student. So realizing that a number of our students are coming from different areas of our community and the needs, the needs that exist are much greater than just the education. Some of it, there's the food insecurity. Some of it, it's the housing insecurity. So not only making sure through our talent market that we were able to provide food, but also partnering with um, community partners like American Second Harvest to make sure that our students continue to be able to survive in this time that was just you know uncertain for all of us. So I think that part of realizing that it's much more than just an educational institution, it really is about the whole student that we're serving. Absolutely, Kim, that makes so much sense. There's just so many levels of the community. And when you start really thinking about the um, levels that are affected by this pandemic, it keeps getting deeper and deeper. Um, we really appreciate your work on this. And we know that you will continue to do great things in our community and us as a chamber will support you in any way that we can. Um, with that being said, kind of wrapping things up, I wanted to get a little bit of insight on the programs being offered as part of the college's workforce development efforts these days. Absolutely. So in addition to the traditional training that we most often associate with industry needs, we also work directly with employers. We work with employers across the state of Florida um, to meet not only their current workforce needs, incumbent worker training, which might be on continuous improvement, which might be on looking at ways that they can implement certain procedures in a fast manner. I mean, there's just a variety of um, strategic planning, all of what you need, reset, reimagine, how do you do that in a different environment? How do you change from moving to face-to-face -to -face sales to online commerce? I mean, literally, it runs the gamut. That's what TCC and the Division of Workforce Development can provide to support business, not only those that are local and that have been here and looking to grow or just maybe looking to be able to keep, keep it all in place to, for that next, I call it the big break that's set in. Um, we can provide that, but we're also part of your economic development efforts. When business are looking to um, come to our home, our community, our local area, we are part of that team that says that you will have a ready workforce. That part has not changed. We've, it's only intensified. So I'd love to engage all of our chamber members and others about conversations, how we can work with their business and make sure that they are not only prepared for today, but prepared for the future. If someone listening is interested in hearing more, how can they reach you? They can give me a call directly. It's always been personal for me. So that number, 850-201-6061. Always direct, always here for our business community, and certainly always here for the chamber. 
Absolutely. Kim, we so appreciate you joining us for this episode of the podcast. It's It's been great and very informative, and we wish you the best of luck as you continue to work through the fall semester and get back on and, and ready to take on the next year. So really appreciate your time today. And thanks again for joining us for the Tallahassee Business Podcast. It's been my pleasure. We hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information about the Talent 2030 Initiative or any of the other Chamber events or programming, please visit us on the web at talchamber.com or on social media or at talchamber everywhere. Thanks again for joining us and we look forward to bringing you another episode very soon.